0: The biggest thing that happened was this uh, Saturday, we had the uh, first, the Congress um, at which we elected three vice presidents, but before we did anything, we uh, adopted the uh, the bylaws, which was really huge. Uh, so we have the new bylaws and um, much more. Capable to participate in the political life in Bosnia and Herzegovina with this uh, bylaws that we, uh, it was voted and approved by the by the more than two thirds of the members of the Congress. Um, then, based on the new bylaws, we elected three vice presidents as a, instead of one. Uh, two from Bosnia and Herzegovina and one from diaspora. Uh, we then elected uh, one member, one uh, member of the presidency uh, from youth. Uh, one of the three was uh, gave uh, or, or resigned, and so we elected the new one. We confirmed the ones who were the three elected at the regional assemblies for the three largest areas in platform or regions in the platform for progress. Uh, We also um, elected uh, new members or additional members to the oversight committee. Uh, And um, and discussed uh, the day we gave the reports um, of, uh, on the current conditions of Platform for Progress. I had the um, a report, uh, the Vice President, the report on behalf of the President's presidency. Then we had, um, we accepted the uh, financial, or it was accepted, yeah, the, the financial report, and so on. After that, we completed the uh, convention that was uh, not completed uh, several months back uh, when we lost a quorum. And so now we submitted the reports that were left to be submitted uh, for the year 2020. Uh, For for the Congress, we submitted reports in 2021. Uh, In that sense, we uh, we made a big step, really a huge step toward uh, uh, internal recovery and uh, positioning ourselves for the elections 2022. Uh, so, for the most part, the internal restructuring is done, completed. Now everybody has to go back to work and um, uh, solidify the uh, local organizations, close the ones that are not performing, elect new people, find new people, go down to the level of, uh, into the community, to the level of neighborhoods, and. Um, Find the right people, people who fit uh, Platform for Progress and to live their uh, our principles, and then ask them just to join in and then be more active in the political life. Uh, and prior to that, on Thursday, after a long absence from the media, I was invited to... Uh, the national television of Bosnia and Herzegovina there's one channel so state supported so I was invited to comment on the current events which is what I did and this marked uh, the first appearance in five six months really in terms of major media. I, I did uh, there was another invitation from N1, the CNN affiliates, that I I was traveling I couldn't do, but that's also the um, the channel that is has been in the past five six months um, less than objective toward us. They published all the negative reports, uh, interviewed people who had something to really bad say about us. Um, That was not verified by us at all. None of our uh, press releases uh, get published by them, even though um, some others do. And prior to that, they did. So anyway, this marked also that um, it could be a sign that we might be able to uh, somehow break this uh, blockade as we call it, media blockade. Uh, interestingly enough, what, what we're finding out is that allegedly there is a money that's involved. And people are being paid to cause problem, or or that they are they are being the media are being paid to publish the stories, or even possibly to prevent us from appearing. So those are all hearsay that we are these days um, hearing more. About, but but we'll see. Uh, The point is that we did what we needed to do, for the most part, cleansed ourselves. Uh, There are still pockets, and there will always be. You never, we can never control. There there were other parties. The really, the the criminal politics, uh, mafia-style politics, will always have moles and people everywhere. They are really doing exceptionally well in that style of politics, which is something we will never do, but we're very proficient in how they do it. So it's going to be a constant battle. But right now, we cleansed ourselves enough. And um, this Saturday, we are tomorrow. We have uh, the um, special topic session of the presidency devoted to the to the future, to the elections. And we invited to that the heads of our expert committees, expert teams, um, the team ahead of the team of communications and marketing, the fundraising team, um, people who are going to lead our campaign, uh, our representatives in local councils, city councils, Municipality councils, so um, that will be about thirty-five people present, um, most in person, but some uh, over the over Zoom. Um, well, through a Zoom session, so. Uh, That's for the most part, uh, we have uh, the report for today. Um, There are many conversations, many conversations with uh, uh, people from other parties about uh, what things could happen uh, as a response to what the country is um, facing. Uh, There are some conversations about possible uh, coalitions there are some really negative surprises. Yesterday, I was shocked when I found out that uh, the person who is having this uh, political option in the northwest Bosnia, whom I've been working with, uh, talking to for the last three, four months. And uh, he was coming to Sarajevo, and I asked him to have coffee. And he said, of course, of course, of course. And then um, let me see my schedule tomorrow. We'll text you, so we'll talk. Um, Because last time we we met, he said, yeah, I'm really interested in working with with you and Platform for Progress, but let's do it toward the end of the year, November the 7th. That's why I reached out. By the next day, there was no text message letting me know when. We will meet. So I sent another. So I sent a text. Hey, we said we're going to have coffee today. My schedule is tight, but I'm going to just. Could you please let me know when you can meet? No response. Then I get uh, a news report where he signed a deal with uh, another party. Now. Uh, that is okay that is fine it's probably and it's meaningful one because those two parties in that canton in that city uh have representatives and it's fine that they work together but they extended it to the whole country even that is fine what's not fine is that you're talking to me and not even mention it. Then you know what we are talking about. Uh, I would have expected the warning. Listen, I know we talked, but this opportunity came up and we think it's better for us, so just let you know. But tell me, hey, I'm going to meet with you knowing you will not, knowing at the same time you're going to... Uh, finalize a deal with somebody else and go to the media and have press conference or whatever and announce it without me knowing it. And after that, not even text message, you know, phone call. That is something I don't understand. So it's, it's probably better that it happened now before anything happened with us, because we would then have with us a person who obviously does not live our principles. But I feel so sorry and then betrayed in the sense that, come on, at least tell me that uh, nothing will happen to you if you tell me, I'll just know, and that frees me to do other things this way. Uh, I was counting on something that you knew was not going to happen. Not fair. Not that I expect fair politics, but I expect here and there to find uh, a person who can be trusted, a trustworthy person. And that seems to be something that's really uh, hard to come by in Bosnia and Herzegovina, unfortunately, because I, I know these people to be different. Perhaps it's just a characteristic of politicians. Um what we really need to think carefully and seriously about is the strategy for the elections in 2022. Do we go alone? Do we go with uh, one of the larger coalitions and basically face the possibility of being just sucked in without the possibility of developing ourselves fully. Do we create a smaller coalition, uh, uh, which may be the beginning of something really good if others join in, or it could be uh, less, positively received or perceived by the general population uh, i can even see the titles when you when you go work with smaller parties people say oh you creating coalition with losers so what do you expect instead of the big guys and now uh, this side of it is going to be really interesting and important uh, it's an in-person meeting starting at noon the local uh, holiday used to be Holiday Inn Hotel. Now it's just Holiday. Very close to our central office, and um, we will set the strategy for for the elections, and then we'll have to just execute uh, according to the strategy. What is Cool. So that was a, a not-so-cool story about somebody telling you one thing and, and doing something else. But there's a cool story uh, as well. When I, and I mentioned it, I think, the last time, but it's happening more and more frequently. As I walk the streets, and it's not just Sareo, uh, Federation, uh, even yesterday, the uh, you see people who recognize you. A lot of people will somehow give you a sign that they are they like what you're doing, either thumb up, thumbs up, or or just verbal uh, some respect, or um, an email or a message. But in the street, as I um, as I uh, walk around it is clear that we have the support of the population. The question is, will that translate into ballots, into votes, into votes? Uh, Because people always, here at least, vote based on the largest, uh, the most recent issue, most recent large issue, and depending on where you are, which side of the truth you are, you're at. In that sense, that's how they were born. So um, it's in, it is really the interesting times, the tough times in the country, still uncertainty about its, in many, in the eyes of many, its future. Uh, a lot of talk about war. Um, several representatives uh, from the United States came here to convince people that there will be no war in the United States and do everything against power to to prevent it. Um, but the rhetoric is such that from the politicians who are in power, and I'm absolutely certain this is part of the campaign, the rhetoric is such that people are genuinely afraid and uh, Making preparations for to leave or something. Uh, I don't see it the same as they do, but I know that it is uh, weighing heavily on the minds of many. Our interesting thing is also that our uh, Facebook posts are getting more and more. Uh, recognition uh, it, it was rare that I would crack a thousand likes for example on on a post but now it happened three times in the last uh, ten days which is interesting uh, we also one of our posts uh, was being controversial even though I don't didn't think it was, and which created a, a huge discussion about who are we, which is really, really interesting. Uh, but, uh, but what is missing is our presence in the media. And if you're not there, most people will simply assume you are done, you don't exist anymore. So we need to figure out how to, Break that, even though we know that there's, uh, how it seems that money is involved, which is not an argument you can win. If we will not pay ever, but we don't even have that. that the funds for, for those activities, we would like to devote them to the elections. Anyway, that's my report. Short.
1: Realistic. Realistic. how How soon do you have to make a decision decision in terms of going it alone, alone. joining a coalition, starting starting your own? I mean, I I would assume time is somewhat of the essence here.
0: And uh, you're correct, and it is becoming even more so, as we speak, because of these other announcements. Um, Everything will be, I think... Buttoned up, as they would say here, uh, within a month um, who's going to be with whom, what kind of coalitions, um, even probably the candidates for the presidency. So I think we need a time frame of, of a couple of weeks, not more, because there are other parties who are sitting on the sidelines who, if we want to do something, uh, make up our minds, we need to announce it. And then we and then see who our national partners should be. So I think we are talking about a couple of weeks um, and then go through that realization uh, implementation of that idea. But it is a big deal to figure out do we want to be um, here's how, how I describe it, problem. you can decide to be. To have a small number but of very important seats in the parliament, let's so say, that will be just enough to get somebody over the top in terms of the number of seats in the Parliament and they have the co- the uh, majority and therefore that coalition establishes the government, for example. And so there is an approach where we could be that that little uh, tip, the, the, the number of votes that will tip something over, the, the power, distribution of power within uh, the parliament from one side to the other. And then there is another approach. We try to come up with a coalition or become part of the coalition that's going to be the majority, not the tipping point, uh, not a tip the, that will make it a tipping point. But, uh, to be actually the, the solid base of that majority, <laughs> and then you form a coalition together at the top. Um, I'm sure if you pull the, uh, we did poll the the members, and those who of those who responded, it's clear that they prefer. Um, I think coalition of smaller parties that we will lead. Uh, the second would be joining coalition, you know, that's a large company parties that are already in place and the third would be to, for us to go alone, but that's very close to each other, almost like one third, one third, one third, it's not, uh, that one is more dominated, dominating than the other.
1: It's got to be so tough making this decision based on what you were saying previously about the reaction you're getting from people around the country and you know that people are recognizing you but you can't allow that to be a false sense of security when making this decision down the road it would seem like.
0: Right, the interesting thing is that I'm looking back now at the big hoopla that got created and we were talking to four other parties and um, and people reacted Uh, based on the gut feeling that they had, half information, misinformation, that came to them through the media. And we demonstrated clearly our uh, lack of political maturity. The same with the country. If we had a chance to complete it the way I was having in mind, what to recommend to the presidency and then to the members, ultimately they decide. On those on such matters, but we would have ended up with about probably nine to ten parties in this together in some form, or shape, in some shape or form. We would be together the dominating force in terms of the attention of the media of the public. We would be that side that would be talking about um, economy and education and health and rather than war. We would be that option that most people would say, wait a second, this is really cool. And um, unfortunately, uh, that opportunity, is, it's not gone, but it is certainly uh, much less viable now than before. But I feel sorry that I... Uh, at that time, was not brave enough to believe in what I believe, and despite all the objections, go through the motion to get at least to the proposal that I would be happy with, and then, and then submit it to the presidency and to the delegates of the Congress to, or the whole, uh, the whole membership, the entire membership, to decide on that proposal, whether it is feasible, plausible, or good for us or not. I simply just gave up on that based on the, the violent response that was that ensued. But uh, as I have said already, on complete lack of information and therefore trust in the new presidency and me as a first uh, we'll we'll continue working. Uh, for us, the country comes first, absolutely. And so we'll see whatever in a given moment is good for the country. That's that is what we will do.
1: And going back, when you the the new bylaws, can you talk a little bit about the significance of what this means by passing the new bylaws and what it means for the platform moving forward? Yes.
0: Uh, What is good about this is that uh, uh, we now have the ability to set up our organization in places that are not performing well as opposed to waiting to organize an assembly and wait for them to establish their leadership. We can now actually run it uh, almost as a corporation. Uh, but then as where the conditions are there for assembly, do the assembly and have their representatives. So we now have a mixture of um, running it as a corporation to, to ensure that we are there and we have the right team and the right chemistry, but at the same time, the other half of it at any level will be elected through the assemblies and the will of people. And uh, when the conditions are such that the environment is stable, then we can go to the full representation uh, instead of somebody saying, yeah I, ha- I am going to exercise my right to appoint people,'ll we'll simply say, "I'm going to exercise my right and, and uh, call for the assembly and, and have the people elect their representatives. Uh, we have also. Um, gave up on one of the suggestions, uh, which was to to eliminate the concept of delegates and simply have complete uh, democracy, direct democracy, everybody votes. That uh, created a problem to many people on, on about or regarding quorum, uh, how we'll be able to have enough people to show up for us to have the quorum in Congress or assembly because everybody votes, not just delegates. And the members by themselves felt that uh, there is also an honor of being delegate. And those delegates are somebody who is more involved with the, uh, with the daily activities of the organization, and therefore probably be better prepared to vote on issues because they will be better informed and will be part of the process. So, based on that, we uh, we left it as it is. We uh, established the, we left the concept of delegates as opposed to complete direct democracy where every member votes. Um, this bylaws will give me more more freedom to act in, in, in a minute sense of that word, freedom. So right now, basically I have none. Before this uh, bylaws, I have none. I was presiding over the presidency. I was one of the 15 members. And anything else, for anything else, I had to have the permission of the presidency to do something. So let's say I want to talk to uh, the head of another party about possible coalitions, about anything. I would have to ask uh, the presidency to vote on that and issue a uh, decision uh, that will state, basically, issue uh, pass a past judgment that will state that I have the right to do that. So basically, anytime I wanted to have coffee with a politician, I would have to ask the presidency, to, Because and, and with any coffee, with any conversation, you never know what kind of issues will be uh, discussed. With this set of bylaws, I have uh, freedom to talk to anybody on any issue, but the obligation then to inform if uh, there is a consequence for the platform for progress, inform the presidency, uh, which then will have their own opinion on the matter. Uh, and if it's uh, about coalition, that's where it stops, but if it is about the a uh, merging with another party, that's really the, the Congress that we'll have to vote on. Um, the rest is, uh, there are many, uh, play, we thus far had the concept of uh, duality, uh, forbidding duality of roles. Nobody could have more than one role within Platform for Progress in terms of its internal organization. But then we recognize that we don't have many people. We have a few people who are capable and willing to do that. So now we're allowing two positions, but not more, which will alleviate the uh, tremendous human resources problem that we have within the platform for Progress. Um, There are other um, uh, solutions that uh, we we cleaned up the bylaws; that they are more consistent than ever before. Um, we gave more rights to the heads of the um, the presidency, heads of the regional committees, to the um, city uh, committees, uh, the city municipality levels. But with that, they also have more responsibilities. Basically, now we will be able to hold the heads of committees at any level responsible for their results. And if they are not as they are, uh, if they are not performing at the level we expect, then we can ask uh, for their resignation. Uh, uh, So I think that's, that's roughly it, the major changes.
1: I mean, is it somewhat unprecedented too that you've got the three vice presidents? I assume not many people are doing things like that. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Three, oh, I said, is it a, the three vice presidents? I said, is that a bit of an unprecedented move? Because I'm assuming the other parties don't have three vice presidents? or
0: No, it's the other way around. Oh, really? So we, were only, we were the only ones with one, president, with one vice president. Oh, okay. And our thinking was that that's the person who can act as a president at any point, should the president uh, become unavailable or could not perform his or her duties. Other parties, uh, looking at the concept of vice presidents differently, they have usually between five and nine, for example. And what they do is they use it uh, as a recognition tool to recognize someone's seniority status within the party. And therefore, uh, none of them have this designation that they are president-elect in case, of for example, to the president of the party. Uh, and they are always simply, they are part of the inner circle. And usually the parties have two levels. Uh, the, the, the governing board that is operational, uh, ex, it, it executes. And uh, there's the main board. So there's a presidency and the main board. The main board will have not 15, 20 people, but 70. And that's the one that will, for example, meet every three months and decide on the major issues. But in the meantime, on a daily basis, there is this presidency. Uh, we don't have that. And there were some suggestions for us to adopt that as well. And it is a good cool approach, except that you have to have a strong uh, base, you have to have uh, the cadre, the human resources function has to be developed, we we have to have people capable of performing those tasks, and we are so new and so inexperienced that we don't. So I'm assuming the next uh, change of the bylaws will exactly go down that direction, that the drought, to have... Um, To establish something like the main board that's going to be more strategic and leave the presidency to become more operational right now all of that is within one body that's called presidency
1: and the, just one last one real quick you mentioned
0: <laughs> I, forget, I, forget, I forget that just one thing the, the three vice presidents. one thing that's different uh from other parties i will sit down they are actually the tasks to them will be given by the president. So I'm gonna have a meeting today with them and try to figure out the division of work. Because right now, the last vice president, the only vice president that we had, the division was she was doing internal organization and I was devoting myself to the external uh, work, a representation of the the party in, in the media, strategy, and so on this particular case I'll have to figure out how do we divide our duties Um, so first of all I'm going to keep the external and uh, so we'll figure out which part of the internal organization uh, the three of them will will take or divide among themselves and I apologize I interrupted you no no that's fine Um,
1: Just you talked a little bit about you did the interview with national TV, but what what was discussed during that interview?
0: Anything significant? It was very nice. It was we talked about uh, the current uh, constitutional uh, current crisis in Bosnia and Herzegovina, where Republika Srpska is really doing everything it, it can, and I cannot say Republika Srpska, but perhaps its leaders doing everything they can to destabilize the country in a constitutional sense, uh, taking. Uh, some prerogatives that they willingly gave to the country to the state they are now trying to pull that back even though once you give those rights to the state only the state can decide to send them back to you but they are unilaterally deciding to pull them back that's causing the constitutional crisis at the same time the international community is very much engaged but very much confused. Um, The political uh, battle is being drawn. The the separatists, or would-be separatists, are basically exploring the the advances that the right made conservatives in the world, uh, in many countries. And so they learned their lesson. So what they are basically saying, they even stopped calling Bosniaks Bosniaks. They're calling them the Muslims. And so they, the, the message is, oh, Europe, the world, you should be on our side because we are dealing with a bunch of Muslims, presuming that all, all of that means that they are all, well, that means that they're all terrorists and you are supporting the terrorists. And you are seeing that being introduced into vocabulary and that uh, the right actually is responding and putting pressure on the governments in Europe as well as the United States to act differently. Um, so everything is happening in the context and the conversation uh, at the international tele- television was about that. Uh, what would I do? Uh, what? What do I think about the moves of the international community? What do I think about the steps being taken by the politicians in the Republic of Susska? What do I think about the response from the politicians in the Federation, Federacja, Bosnia um, what the, uh, What what where the main issue seems to be how do we overcome them and so, but it was mostly about the daily politics and the positioning of the Bosnia-Herzegovina within this international community uh, priorities and then what's ahead of us.
1: That's interesting that they they finally do an interview and then they let you talk about that. That's...
0: Yeah, this was... uh, This is a really good one. It wasn't long, but it was a good one in the sense that you could sense that the person genuinely wanting to hear what you have to say. Usually, they want to take you down a certain path. But no, this one kept it wide open, and it was really refreshing.